Hello, beautiful people, and happy Fuck It Friday. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week and an even better fucking Friday. This week, Daryl and I had a lot of catching up to do. We talked about the pandemic and the stresses that are going along with it, along with why we think that motivation and willpower are horrible words, uh, how to move past and push yourself and be accepting of the fact that not every day is going to be a productive day, especially if you're still stuck at home, as I am, trying to do work from home, trying to make a routine for yourself, etc. if you don't currently have a job like so many of us don't. Um, and it was honestly a pretty great and cathartic conversation. We just chatted for half an hour. It was great. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this week's episode. As always, feel free to send Daryl or myself a DM if you want to talk more about whatever it is that resonated with you during this podcast. And uh, I'm going to go get back to editing my book. So um, I guess I'll talk to y'all later. (laughs) Enjoy this episode and we'll see you next week. Happy fucking Friday. Happy fucking Friday. How are you? I mean, I could be better, could be worse. How about you? <laughs> about the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how it works these days, right? Yeah, oh my God. We are uh, at the point in Ontario where, like, they're pushing the pandemic date, of course, because it's still going on. But then right. they're also kind of opening things up. But I'm not really part of that opening things up yet. But I could be at any moment. And the way they open things is kind of messed because they'll just be like, hey, it's Friday. We're opening you on Monday. Have fun. <laughs> You're like, uh. so, so they literally are just like, hey, fuck it Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Okay. So it's been a stressful week of like trying to figure out that if we do open the gym in the next couple of weeks, what we need to do and what we're going to do what's going to happen and what I'm going to do with the kids. And because there's not really any real daycare space available, not to mention that's a whole nother fund on its own to pay for two full grown children to be in daycare all day. Yeah. Uh, So it's super stressful, which doesn't like help anxiety and stuff. (laughs) But I could be worse. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, and, and I mean, like, and you mentioned that with childcare. I mean, that's, that's, part of the factor too like Mm -hmm. you have to look at that and you have to weigh all this stuff out and there's the uncertainty of you know there's a reason we have a pandemic right now and it's not just because hey you know the world wanted to shut down for months so it's it's stressful man it really is i'm like our daycares here just opened like a week ago and there was a huge uproar about it because essentially they did that same thing Hey, it's Friday. You're opening Monday. Oh, and by the way, here's a giant list of things you can and cannot do or you need to have within your daycare system to open up. But you're not we're not giving you any money for it or anything to do with it. Like just have fun. <laughs> so, um I'm fr- an ECE, which is a early childhood educator or was once upon a time. Yeah. And uh so a lot of my friends are people within that daycare community or within the school board community who are all just were blasting all over how angry they were and they already get paid next to nothing here in Canada. So it's, you know, just one thing after the other. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's well, and and that's what a lot of this has has led to because you know these people that were essential employees were not making essential funds. Yep. So now it's time that they make you know essential wages. Yeah. So. How about you? What's going on with you, man? <laughs> um, I've told well, like as far as the pandemic, I have been um, because you know the company I work for like. <laughs> It's an online retailer and it's an online retailer where you can set up a shop and like sell your own stuff. Yep. So we actually have had kind of the reverse of what most people in economies were. We've been like super busy. Yep. Um, so, you know, pretty much for me, it's been work, 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 work. And I'm just like, I'm thankful to have the stuff that I have. So. Yeah. But then it also comes with a whole nother, like you're constantly working kind of stress. I, yeah. But you know what? Like, <laughs> So I just, I'm, I, I basically look at everything that I have. And like at the, at the moment when I would start to even groan or grumble about anything, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is, I, I can't, I, I can't even go there. Like mm-hmm. you just, you, you just can't because like so many people are, um, are in a tough spot. Know, str- well, they're, they're in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, this is the way all of this stuff has shaken out. Um, for me, like if I would have told you five years ago what I wanted, this is literally like things have lined up. So mm-hmm. you can't complain about the situation that you wanted. So, yeah. but um, doesn't but mean yeah. it's not stressful. Though. <laughs> well, I mean, we were, I, I think the, I think the thing was, is that, you know, like um, we wanted to see my in-laws and my in-laws live in Florida, which is where there's a huge, huge surge right now. Yep. Uh, and we were going to take some time and kind of meet them halfway um, between Kentucky and Florida. So it's basically going to be in Georgia, but like with, it's like everything opened up and then kind of what you would figure the cases surged and in Florida, they've really surged. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's a really weird time because everybody is, and look, we're all very much, ready to be done with this mm-hmm. i i know um because we had to take uh, we had to take my son to his cpr training a few weeks ago and it was in this neighborhood um north of the city which by the way a week before this i don't even think you could leave the state i think we had like those types of restrictions to where yeah. you couldn't even you know without unless you were working over there so we took him for his um for his cpr and then like as you're driving by places you're like Oh, why don't we go here? Why don't we go here? And then like all of a sudden it hits you. It's like, oh yeah, we really, we shouldn't be doing that. But Mm -hmm. I I think, I think that's the difference for a lot of people is like, yeah, we all want to be done with this, but then you, you actually, when you remember what the, what the situation itself actually is and look, I mean, (laughs) I, I just, we, we've tried, and I think this is what everybody's done. You try to get really creative about how you're able to spend time at home and yep. and not be out in public. And then, you know, when, when you are in public, you just try to take precautions. I mm-hmm. think that's the whole thing. Have you um, ever seen any videos by Dr. Mike? I have not. So he's this uh, YouTube personality. He's based out of New York somewhere. Uh, and uh, he's been slowly getting more and more presence but i love his videos around um covid because he just explains it in a way that's really one relaxing and doesn't spike your anxieties and make you go crazy um and two in a way that's easy to understand from a medical professional standpoint 
Um, and yesterday I was watching this video with my husband that he did where he was talking about how we've kind of gotten to a point now where it's been, you know, three, four months that we've now been stuck inside and having to deal with this, that our brain is selectively choosing to kind of mute the pandemic, essentially. And he was talking about how um, ER doctors often get this where eventually the brain just stops hearing the alarms going off, which is like not a great thing, right? <laughs> like right. obviously you should hear the alarm, but your brain kind of just gets overwhelmed with the fact that it's constantly happening and starts to shut it out because it's too overstressed. And he's saying that's essentially what's happening now is that we've been sitting on this stress and listening to the constant daily updates from our government, from, you know, whatever to tell us what's going on in the world. And constantly getting this stressful information about the pandemic that now we're starting to get a point where we're unconsciously blocking it out but we really shouldn't be because it's far from over right like it's, it's yeah it's not the it, point we're at but our brains are like hey <laughs> well and it's probably i mean it has to be like a defense mechanism oh, because yeah. you can't have i mean the level of stress that everybody when they're focusing on what's going on like it's it's through the roof but mm -hmm. yeah that that actually that makes that makes total sense. And Especially it, the pandemic mixed with the Black Lives Matter movement and all this stuff that's surrounding that. It's just like constant stress, anxiety, panic, like over and over and over. It was a big reason why I ended up um, temporarily deleting Facebook from my phone because I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> right. I right. was going on there and either getting really upset and frustrated by comments on news items or posts from random people who are not my friend anymore or <laughs> you know any article that's ever posted about covid whether it's true false or heavily you know misconstrued just over and over posting the same sort of stressful situation like i couldn't look at my facebook feed without feeling like i wanted to have a panic attack <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I think it would actually be interesting if they had this type of data, but just um, just doing brain scans just, mm -hmm. and, and basically have like lifelong brain scans because you never know when something like this is going to happen. Yeah. But just seeing kind of what this type of and I'm sure they do this for segmented populations. I'm sure they do this for doctors. I'm sure they do this on, uh, on military with with soldiers and law enforcement and just different professions, but it would just be interesting as a whole to see how people's brains change in the short term and then go back. But then also like if there is permanent, if there, if this is permanently changing how we view and how we process things. Mm -hmm. I, that would, it would be super interesting to see how the brain changes throughout things like this, especially freaking entire years full of one thing after the other. It feels like, here's what's crazy about this podcast so you know every friday i'm like you know we don't even have a script we're just gonna come on we're gonna do something lighthearted. i really feel like we should be presenting at a ted talk right now like right. i should have a blazer on <laughs> there should be podiums <laughs> just with the with the topic selection right. but no, i mean it's it's the it's the pulse of the world and this is like this is why i don't like um scheduling social media content or really doing a lot of of preparation because if we had a topic list or we had things that we were going to, um, you know, cover, then this, which is a very, very relevant thing where, you know, you, 
could be opening up, you know, told on a Friday, you're opening on a Monday. And obviously it's not like, Oh yes, we're just going to use anything in the world for content. But I, I think one of the, the, the most interesting things about doing podcasts, just like with live video, is you can talk about things in real time. It's mm-hmm. not scripted and it's just, you know, it's, this, is, this is what's going on and it's, well, it's really serious. It's one of my favorite parts about this podcast is that we, <laughs> what we were just talking about this earlier is we, how every time we say, hey, this is going to be a great topic for us to talk about on Friday, we never end up talking no. about this topic because it's strictly whatever comes up in conversation (laughs) yeah i well and it's it's just this is what happens when you get comfortable enough just having conversations and not um and, and just you know being being able to not be scripted and not prepare or do um a bunch of uh, a bunch of editing uh, you the more you do this the more comfortable it is oh yeah and fuck it friday is just like essentially half an hour catch-up time with daryl and chelsea <laughs> which is which is great because see and, and i love how all this came about because we tried to schedule a podcast and then yep. we just had one of our our typical conversations and then on that conversation we're like we haven't really i'm glad that we got together because we hadn't really talked in months and then the other one was like well, yeah, we should do this regularly. <laughs> and the one thing I know that I said, I'm like, if we're doing something regular, we're doing it on your podcast. And said, cool, yeah, let's do it. So. I mean, we, we've talked about doing fucking Friday on my podcast for, um, yeah. no, how long? A year? <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny because this is what most, I mean, this is what a lot of podcasts do. They have one episode that they do a week. It's mm-hmm. however long. And we're just like, yeah, we're going to use it as catch up time. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's smart. I think it's a good way to do things. Speaking of catching up with Daryl, did you see what came in the mail today? Holy crap. I did not. <laughs> I finally got the shirt. <laughs> did you check the, did you check the shipping label and make sure it wasn't your neighbor's? Yes, I did. It was okay. in my mailbox, you know, <laughs> See, typically when I, um, I did see my notifications when I, when I popped on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but like typically, as you know, I get off work 30 minutes before we do this. And then I have to like, you know, rest for 30 minutes because otherwise I'll be completely exhausted by what we talk about and I would be tapping out within 10 minutes. So I typically don't, um, I don't check my stories until after I I get settled, but that's awesome. I'm glad that, that you did in fact get your shirt i love the positivity ninja shirt i'm going to sport the crap out of <laughs> well i mean and the boys were like it's so cool <laughs> duh anything that has a ninja and a uniform on it they're set man <laughs> well i mean it was just like the whole positivity ninja thing i thought was was fantastic because it was just like a random at first it was like just tagging random people like when you do a stop drop and chug but i was like who are some of the most positive people i know so you know how instagram does it you tag 10 people and i just i thought the most fascinating thing about it is these are some of the most positive people and they all messaged me back they're like thank you for including me i'm not a positive person so then we had to have the entire conversation of like you know what positivity actually is and it's just basically realizing that you're trying to have a better attitude or more I guess, um, you know, just positive attitude or positive outlook on things, but you're not like sunshine and rainbows and unicorns all the time. Yep. And then um, I don't even remember how the conversation about like, 
Uh, and so then at first it was just like a ninja and it's like, well, what would a ninja that was positive do? Probably throw a unicorn in there somewhere. So 100%. I, yes, Riding a unicorn is very appropriate. <laughs> I just, and I, I remember cause like I was going through, um, there's this, um, this website Vexels where you can actually request, uh, designs. Cause I, I had a subscription through them at the time. And I was like, I wrote this whole thing up. I'm like, uh, it's a ninja and it needs to be positive and, I, I would like a unicorn in there. So that's what they came back with. And I'm like, oh, that is fantastic. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yes. You know, yeah. it's funny how you say that uh, tagging people and then them coming back and saying that they're not positive because I generally am seen as a pretty positive individual. So my messages are often people asking how I'm so positive all the time. And my response is always, I'm not. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, I am a positive person, but it's it's not sunshine and rainbows 24 7 that's really not how it works and then they're often surprised when we get into these deep long conversations about like all the struggles that I face on a daily basis but how I turn it to be as positive as possible which is the most important part right you are and you are a very introspective thoughtful person because you will put stuff out and you will really dig into your emotions and this is part of the writing that you do and the book you're putting together um where you actually i mean you you share the stuff that you're going through and you describe it so like anybody that's reading can actually feel what you're going through at the time mm-hmm. um but you're absolutely right like you you try to when i say you're absolutely right i mean like what you're trying to to put out there is, is coming through because mm-hmm. i mean i view you as a positive person but i also know like you go through some some really, really, really difficult situations. Oh, yeah. um, and that's not even just from like, like the conversations that you and I have one-on-one are not that different from what you post publicly. And that's, no. that's <laughs> tremendous because very few people do that. Oh yeah. I always try to be as, you know, real as possible because I know that most of us sit there with that shade that we cannot share who we actually are, the struggles we're actually facing because we want people to feel like, you know, there's only one way to live. And I'm like, no, like, no, I just take, I like, I've been through a lot of really crappy, shitty situations, but I can look at those situations and look at it in a positive way. And I can be thankful that even though that shitty situation happened, I came out of it better because I've learned from it and I've grown from it. And it's truly helped mold me to be a better person, period, even if it was something really hard that I had to go through, right? So I, I think, and yes, and, and you, you have, I mean, you have the best perspective that you could mm-hmm. possibly have on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, right now, I, I think the thing that I'm most happiest about is there's everybody that's closest to me is in good health. Now mm-hmm. we both, um, Stacy and I both have our, our families and everybody's like, even though the parents are, are getting up there in age and, you know, it's like, we're just trying to, I, I'm my big thing right now is I am just trying to like slow down. Yep. Um, Me too. and <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like, and, and, and that's the thing. Cause you just, you want to enjoy the time that you have. You want to enjoy the time that you have with family. You want to enjoy the time that you have with, with your kids. I mean, like, cause it, it does go really, really fast. And I mean, this was something, even when we were talking about the fly, you know, flying pig after 
2019 and then everybody's like i can't wait for 2020 you don't get to hear that shit no (laughs) Uh, but like i can't wait till 2020 or yeah 2020 and it's like i just you just like and i told a couple people and i'm sure i even put it on a podcast i'm like you know don't be in such a hurry because i i think in all this time that that everybody is kind of connected within this community on instagram since 2017 2018 and through now Mm -hmm. um this time isn't going to be like this forever for for a ton of different reasons and you just you you have to slow down because i think the one thing is is none of us really want to look back and and regret any of the things that that happened and i think one thing people regret is they're just always in a hurry Mm -hmm. well it's funny because you know growing up it really does with most people i've talked to you go through this phase where those younger years of your life, you're constantly rushing to get older, right? As a kid, you want to be a teenager. As a teenager, you want to be an adult. You want to skip those hurdles. You want to do these things. You want to get to this part in your life. I myself remember being a teenager and being like, I can't wait until I'm older and married and have kids and da, 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 da. But now that I'm here and I'm older and I'm married and have kids, I'm like, man, I just wanted to slow down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The older you get, it seems like the faster time disappears. <laughs> well, and it's it's like we talk about, I mean, like the last decade, I mean, shoot, 2010 sounds, feels like it was right? last week, man. I mean, <laughs> like it's insane. And um, yeah, I just, uh, just, just got to slow down and enjoy it. And that's another benefit. Like, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to push podcast on everyone, but if you ever go back and listen to the old episodes that you've done, mm-hmm. like you are automatically taken back to that point in your life. Um, and it's just like, you just, you have this little piece of, of whatever. And I mean, you know, it's, and yeah, people have Instagram. And I guess if you have YouTube, you can go back and like watch yourself. Although I think after about mm-hmm. 20 minutes, none of us want to sit and watch ourselves. No. <laughs> no matter how long it's been. Um, but like, you know, it's just, it's, it's basically recording your thoughts and musings on whatever. And, and that's, you know, like you and I, in, in five years, we can talk about how, you know, the day you finally got your unicorn shirt and the day you thought you got your unicorn shirt and how it was that, my how neighbors. <laughs> Right. was that the neighbor you were talking to last week um yes oh that it, is it's fantastic. like our actual like the one we constantly talk to but she doesn't go by her full name or has not addressed to her full name to me so when i saw the full name it was like who is this and then i was like wait a minute <laughs> put it together yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i uh speaking of uh hitting like old memories and old thoughts with uh editing my book even with because when you writing a book there's a lot that you include in it that's just strictly from life experience right like you're writing about what's going on in your life and interpreting it into a fictional sense and uh when i wrote this book back in like 2015 i was at a totally different point in my life right And going back and re-reading this and editing it and adding the more life experience I have now is bringing my story from being just a story to like a full out novel. The description, everything is crazy enhanced. But as I'm going through it, I'm remembering how I looked at life and how much different it is. And it's so crazy that even through a fictional standpoint, it's, it's 
eye opening. <laughs> well, and, and what's so cool, because again, like take all the time that you need on this, because you're going to look back on even this, this editing process that you've been going through and you, it's, it's going to end up being some, some pretty awesome memories for you. Oh yeah. It's, it's weird to think like I've been treating this as my job because I don't technically work currently. And it's, it's weird to think like every day I sit down, I try to edit a chapter in that day. You know, some days are worse than others, just like a regular job. Some days you don't want to do it. Some days you do, (laughs) but, um, just how much sitting down and deciding that now's the time to edit has truly impacted not only my routine, but even my attitude and my mental health and everything else around it too. Routines are so important. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, they, (laughs) they are. And it's like, but there's such a, I'm just finding the more that we get into talking about like mindset and attitude there really, there aren't absolutes. And you just mm-hmm. like, even when you have something like you're saying, this project that you really enjoy working on, this book that you've been putting together for years, there's still days that you don't want to do it or mm-hmm. you don't feel like it's coming along like it should. And it's like, even when it's things that you really, really enjoy, there are no apps. There's just nothing absolute. Like yeah. everything ebb and flows everything is based not only on the context of the individual, but the context of the day, if not the moment. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's so it it's the, I think that's kind of been the biggest thing that I've really realized with everything over the last few years, like when you talk to people and that's why it's so comical when we're talking to people about weight loss and um, all these plans that position themselves as okay well we're the solution and here's why and here's the information and now that you have the information you're going to go do the thing and it doesn't work like that no so it's it's funny because you know finding motivation despite how much you love what you're doing or not it's like has so many factors to it because like your mental health and your state of mind and how much stress you've got going on outside of this, you could love your job to pieces. It could be the best job in the freaking world. And you'll still have days where you sit there just strictly unmotivated and not wanting to do it. It's like anything. It's like weight loss. It's like, you know, anything. (laughs) Cleaning the house, doing the dishes, you know, that's pretty much my life right now. I think the only, (laughs) so like, the only place where this cannot, and again, like in your head, yes, but it's been, it's been interesting to me when you talk to somebody that is trying to build a business or trying to do something on the side or whatever they're doing. And, um, like you can't get, if it's your business, you can't complain about it mm-hmm. because the bottom line thing is, is nobody wants to hear how hard it is. Yep. Like, you can, I guess, in conversation, because you're going to have your circle of friends that are close to you, but like, you don't broadcast that out for the world to see. And I just remember when all this stuff started, um, started happening, somebody posted on Facebook that, that dreaded blue evil icon, um, (laughs) that like, they're like, well, yeah. And this is an extra hard time for me right now because I chose the entrepreneurship I'm doing the entrepreneurship thing and I just, we don't have steady income. And it's like, well, if you chose this, 
you knew you weren't going to have steady income. So like, go after it. Yep. Um, so yeah. You have to kind of push yourself in that aspect to get the motivation that you need to, you know, well, it, and- you're going to have self doubt no matter what you do. And you're going to have moments where it's harder than others, but you, if you're running your own business or doing something where you truly need to take charge, then you kind of have to push through it as much as it, are there so are there times with your editing where like you don't even you don't even stop to think about it you you just like and you're you're in your routine so you just do it oh yeah, yeah. tons of times this morning was a prime example <laughs> yes well I mean and that's that's like kind of the I, I really think that's a and it doesn't matter if you do it first thing in the morning or if it's like you do it in the afternoon after lunch or if you do it when you get home from work at night or like whatever it is that you do. But I, I do think routines are very helpful for stuff like that because it's not even that like you you just automatically do it and you're like yeah this is awesome literally more often than not it's like well what the hell I'm already I've already mm-hmm. started so why the hell stop now so like you know it's it's kind of I, I think that's something that that we all kind of go through but yeah it's um, the the willpower I don't know I like whenever somebody says willpower is a muscle. I would like to see the person that has the largest willpower muscle. Right. And I really want to see what it looks like. In it. <laughs> I, I hate that word. <laughs> willpower. Willpower. I, I get it. it. I hate it. I, hate it too. I think it's silly. I think that, you know, it's not necessarily having will willpower that drives you to stay on track or drives you to do something. It's just motions. And well, here's, here's the funny part. I don't like the word willpower. I don't like the word motivation because mm-hmm. when, when I like when I'm motivated, I, I'm I'm as unmotivated to do something just as easily as I am motivated yep. to do it, like laundry. Yep. And then like, you know, the and then I don't like the word discipline as much either because like, oh. you have to have it. But don't you like? I just I picture somebody like sitting in a dark room somewhere by candlelight, just like doing something they don't want to do, but they've got this really stoic look on their face because they're disciplined. Do you want you want something to turn out good or do you want something to turn out completed? Because that's where discipline comes into play, right? Like uh, you pushing yourself, it's gonna get done, sure, but is it gonna be done well? That's that's a different question. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely something for like just getting into the flow of your routine and basically stopping the conversation that's going on in your head even Mm -hmm. if it's just momentarily, because I think we're all really, really good at talking ourselves out of things if we allow ourselves to. Um, I I think that's, that's probably where the most, that's probably what's the most beneficial of all this stuff that we're talking about. But it's like, it's the, it sounds the least sexy, like just saying, Hey, I'm going to stop talking to myself right now versus I'm going to get the motivation. I'm going to, I'm going to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have the willpower. You're just like, yo dude, stop talking to yourself. (laughs) All right, well, we're coming up on our half hour, Daryl. Yes. yes. Should yes. we ask a question? Like maybe, do you believe in motivation? Why or why not? I've got one that's even a little bit lighter than this. As we're Ooh. talking about talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Did you have an imaginary friend as a child? Yes. What was its name? What was your friend's name? If you did not have an imaginary friend, what's the name of the stuffed animal that you talked to as a child? Maybe that's... Yes. I feel like we all talk to our stuff. There was always right? someone. You either talk to yourself or to a stuffed animal or to an imaginary. I was I was definitely a self talker. I just constantly chatted to myself. There was <laughs> Yeah. Well and that's that helps with these podcasts, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. All you right, well do you have 
a good fucking Friday, Daryl. <laughs> you too. Thanks for fucking having me on. We'll fucking do it again next week. Heck yeah. See you later. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.